your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan and New Light Living. See your life in a new light. In this show, I'm bringing real world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego and learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New light living with intuitive spiritual life coach Ulrika Sullivan starts right now. Welcome. Welcome to New Light Living. I'm your host, Arika Sullivan. I'm an intuitive spiritual life coach. Do you want to see your life in a new light? In this podcast, I connect you with your true self and I give you realistic tools that you can apply to yourself and your life so that you can live your ideal dream day every day. So today I'd like to highlight three mistakes in women's self-care that you don't want to make. And to be pushing the envelope here a little bit, women's self-care is more than green juice and yoga pants. Want to know what these huge mistakes are? Stay with me and let's explore this important topic. This topic is so important to me and have made such an impact on my life that I created a self-paced program for you called Self-Care Accelerator. This is a unique program that brings self-care to a new level, and you'll know some of the key philosophy to this program by the end of this episode. You can get Self-Care Accelerator right now for 50% off with the coupon code TRANSFORM until the end of December. I only have a limited amount of these coupons, so hurry up to sign up if you feel called to take action and step into infinite well-being. I've left a link for you in the show notes below to access more information if you're interested. Are you not getting to self-care on a regular basis? This episode is for you, and it's not until you act, something different is going to happen for you. So I hope this episode is going to help you clear away some of the barriers and, and limiting belief to that may exist for you today around self-care. I don't know about you, but I'm hearing an increased focus on self-care these days. I love that because self-care is a huge buzzword these days. I get that. And there's actually more advice out there for self-care than career advice for women, just by looking at the number of hits on Google, for example. But here's the thing. For some people, self-care only adds more stress to the day. It adds stress because it's like one more thing to do. And for some people, it's representing the opportunity to slow down, recharge, and connect connect back with oneself. Which one are you? What is self-care for you? To shine some light on this, this episode is not going to give you another generic self-care to-do list, for example. 
And that may include, you know, advice like sleeping more or eat more raw vegetables or start exercise more. Those things are very, very important. That's the foundation. But if you're resonating with what you're hearing so far, listen, you're one of a kind soul. Yes, you are. But when it comes to honoring your own self-care needs, you're likely not unique. And as it's way too common amongst busy women to put themselves last, not prioritizing own time, feeling exhausted and given all the different hats that women wear these days, a favorite quote from Jack Cornfield exemplifies this great. What is the heart of the issue here? Quote, if your compassion does not include yourself, it's incomplete end quote. So if you look at your life today, do you feel stressed about self-care? Or does your self-care feel like your soul's sanctuary? Next, I'll share based on my own experience of the three biggest mistakes that women make when it comes to self-care. And I'll help you see this in a new light. It's easier than you think. It's so important. So stay with me here. Are you ready? Here we go. First, for the first mistake in women's self-care is feeling guilty. And I'm sure you're familiar with this. Um, this was something that I struggled with for many years. And it really is guilt around doing something for ourselves in fear of appearing to others like selfish. And sometimes the feeling of feeling selfish is so strong that we completely ignore our own needs. And many times, and this includes me as well, it's this feeling of that we need to first to do something for someone else. As long as we do something for someone else, then it's justified to do something for ourselves. But this is a complete um, mind trap, if you will, if I call it that. Because as a result, self-care stays merely as a thought in our brains. Like something that we, need, we just desire, but we put it off into the future and keep putting it off into the future because of this thought of that we need to serve others first before we deserve uh, to focus on ourselves. And with this mind trap, it comes into a, you know, a, something, it shows up, it manifests like, you know, inaction in action around taking care of ourselves. Hope that makes sense. And when we're stopping at the thought of taking time for self-care for ourselves, it creates a sense of disappointment within ourselves when it's not happening. And I'll be very, very transparent here. Before I had kids, I consistently made this mistake. I was making time for the to-do list and everyone else and never really getting to myself and my needs. I was constantly putting myself last after both work and family, after extended family, after friends, after pets, after laundry, and 
when the evening came around, I was too exhausted. And subconsciously, I was feeling, when is it going to be time for me? My subconscious self was asking, when is it going to be time for me? So this is a, a huge mistake. If I summarize this, it's when we have the feeling of we need to serve everyone else first before we even can turn the energy towards nurturing ourselves. And I want to move into now to the second mistake that is also huge. It's a lot of women want a quick fix because once we uh, finally get to have a minute to ourselves, <laughs> we want a quick fix. And it's so easy to look at others and copy what other women do or what's uh, you know, the latest to engage in in terms of self-care. So for example, have you ever Googled best self-care routine or best morning routines or best fitness exercises? And maybe you have also copied a program or a morning routine from somebody else that, and just started like at number one and uh, on Monday and number two on Tuesday and number three on Wednesday and so on and try to follow it. It's so easy to be drawn to the quick fix and get started because the frustration sometimes is so high, like why we're not taking care of ourselves the way we want to. I've done that many, many times before. Because I remember before I became a mom, I was going to a spinning class after work and I, I did play golf and went on all kinds of diets and so on, but it didn't feel like self-care. It felt like a chore. And I literally had to become a yoga teacher to get to go to a yoga class. I'm kidding, but there is also some truth in this. Self-care for women can turn into another way to glorify a busy life if you let it. So reflect upon that. Sometimes we make ourselves so busy with things and, and we want to you know, do what others are doing and we get so busy and it's kind of a good thing to glorify this busy life and busy um, self-care, if you will. So that's another mistake to really engage in things that others do and we don't really reflect upon why we're doing it because adopting the latest hip health routine is great uh, but it's if it is so that others can compliment us from do for doing it while you feel deep down that it's just adding to that list of to-dos that is the time and, and space where it adds more stress and guilt instead of being healthy for you. Listen up, here's the bottom line. How do you know what you're doing for self-care that it's right for you? How do you know it's right for you? It all starts with honoring the fact that you do have a need to be alone with your thoughts, alone away from others to recharge, learn and explore and get inspired and connect with yourself without the influence of others and what they do. Your self-care routine is anything but a list, a one-time act, or anything that uh, you, you need to check off on a list. So really take that to heart. If you are 
really feeling that you're nurturing yourself in, in all the self-care that you're doing today, that's great. But most likely what I'm hearing from women, a lot of women, is that what they're doing is not really filling them up. It's not, it's not filling their cup up. And that's when you want to kind of put a question mark against that because, you know, we're moving now into the third mistake. And that third mistake is that women sometimes, including myself in my past, I ignored my self-worth. And now we're getting deep here <laughs> because this is where it's all stemming from. The, the, the lack of self-worth, the lack of feeling that self-worth that is there if we connect to it. The point here is that without knowing what you value, you're never going to truly honor your unique self-care needs without striving or feeling guilty. You know, that's that connection. If that connection is, is never happening between what you're doing for yourself in terms of self-care and what you actually value and need, if the, sometimes that connection is not happening, right? And it seems so abstract for many people to think about self-care in light of self-worth. But in simple terms, when you truly believe that you deserve it, it shows up in your actions. And the way you can, um, I'm offering just a way to relate to it here like this. If you're looking forward to it, if you're looking forward to your sacred routine, your sacred um, self-care, you long for it. And it's not feeling like a chore that's when you are on the right track. And too many women that are, let's say, overworked, I, that I know, push themselves just to finish that last email before bed and say, and, and this could be um, you or somebody else you know, I just need to finish the cleaning the house and all other chores before I can take two minutes to attend to my own needs. If you're hearing somebody say that, or even think that, that's, that's a red flag. Because driving yourself to the finish line, no matter what the price of your own well-being is, is anything but self-care. Self-care is the time each day when your soul glows. Take that in. When your soul glows, that's self-care. And that's when self-care is opening up that energy of self-love. Self-care is the time each day when your soul glows and when you connect to that. Self-care is a mindset based, mindset based on knowing what feeds your soul and why, not copying what someone else is doing because it's a new thing. It's the balance between your inner mental and emotional well-being and outer physical and environmental well-being. So it's, it's all linked together. And if you overlook identifying the why part of doing a self-care routine, you have stepped over the boundary of self-respect. And that is the biggest mistake ever. So now let's get into reshaping all of this for you to, and, and see what we come up with. First, you have to look at what you really value. And that's something that we may not think about every day. The thing here is also that no one else 
should be part of your self-care. It's only you that is doing it for you, right? And that's sometimes, you know, a little difficult to grasp because we want to involve others. We want to get input from others on what to do and how long and, and what is, you know, fun to do. For example, if yoga is the exact thing that your soul is yearning for, that's all good. But what's not good is if you take uh, a yoga class or just because your girlfriend is doing it. Look at your why. What do you need? Maybe it's not yoga. Maybe it's knitting or painting or hiking that does your, ha- help your soul glow, right? That you feel that really glowing feeling inside. Self-care is about balance. Balance between mental physical, emotional, social, environmental, and spiritual factors, that's when your soul glows, when all of that is in balance. And self-care can be applied to any of those areas, but the most important thing is to look at self-care as something you apply to all those areas of your life at all times. And and here, just to link back to the self-care accelerator program, that I created. This is the concept of this program, the balance, applying self-care to all aspects of life. And the trend in self-care has been, uh, you know, for many years to focus on the external, the body, what we eat, what we do for fitness routine and so on, without focusing on our inner mental and emotional needs. And that is when we miss the balance of it all. The clue to your unique self-care needs is coming from your values, what you value. And self-care is built from honoring those values. And that's pretty deep. It's, it's not something you Google and uh, copy and uh, start following. So, What I'm talking about here is that you need to define what self-care means to you if you really want to get to the heart of of, uh, this glowing soul feeling. Define what success looks like for you when it comes to your own nurturing yourself and and your self-care. How do you want to feel? Ask yourself, what do I really value? What means a lot to me and why? And maybe you discover that it is not exercise. Maybe it's having time to cook a beautiful meal without stress instead of the regular mac and cheese for the kids, for example. Maybe it's having that 45 minutes to yourself every day to sit in meditation and journal without being disturbed. Only you know what you really value without involving or getting influenced by someone else's values. For example, one thing that has been a major shift for me is how I carry out my mornings. And if you don't have an intentional sacred morning routine, I highly recommend to start one. Major shift. Personally, I cannot start a day right without my morning meditation as the first thing I do. Before I do anything else, I sit up in my bed and meditate, follow 
by journaling. Often it's free writing. And this feeds my soul and helps me get centered for the day. And I start my day clear and energized. I was one of those that just was just rushing up when the alarm went off in the morning. And this sacred time, this really beautiful sacred time has made a major shift for me that I did that it just did all the difference for me when it comes to starting to honor my own time and journey with self-care and self-worth. But how do you know what's right for you when it comes to creating a morning routine, you may ask? Well, let's find out. I'd like to share an example of an exercise that you can do to create the foundation of a morning routine. And it's not to go to Google and Google best morning routine. No, <laughs> this exercise connect you with your values and with an action that you can start taking today. All right, are you ready? First, I'd like you to bring out a piece of paper and free write what means something to you. What do you value? What matters to you? And then match with an action and a feeling you will connect back to, to close the circle. And here is an example. <clears throat> For example, you may write, I value connection with my husband. What could be an action from that? An action could be, I will leave my phone in another room at night because this will make me feel more connected to myself and my husband instead of my phone. That's an example. Another example might be, I value eating healthy food. So what could an action be from there? An action could be, I will start my day with a smoothie instead of black coffee because it makes me feel healthier and my stomach feels better. That could be an action. Uh, another example could be, I value a strong body. And an action from there could be, I will start my day with 15 to minute, 20 minute yoga because it makes me feel awake and strong. Here's another example. I value a no stress morning. Who doesn't want that, right? I value a no stress morning. So an action that comes out of that value to honor that value is I will meditate for 20 minutes in the morning before I see my family. And here's the last example. I value my creativity. And as an action to honor that value, I will write for five minutes and writing down what I'm grateful for because it makes me feel positive and calm. So all those examples might be something, you, you get the, the gist of how to do this, right? So now it's your turn. Write down what you value, what matters to you, and what activities would honor your values. How do you want to feel? How can you start to do more of that? Action is essential. Book the time on your calendar to do this exercise. Tell your loved ones that from now on, you're taking time to yourself. 
And if you would like more support to reinvent your self-care and maybe other parts of your life, get on the phone with me in a mini session. And if you want personal coaching on how to get started and follow through with this to action on it, I've left you a link in the show notes to visit me on newlightliving.com and find me there. Lastly, I'd like to share some wisdom from women before us about self-care. Here's a quote from Christy Ling, and she's saying, quote, caring for your body, mind, and spirit is your greatest and grandest responsibility. It's about listening to the needs of your soul and then honoring them, end quote. Another very... Um, a quote full of wisdom is one by Eleanor Brown that I also love. And here we go. Quote, self-care is not selfish. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. End quote. And isn't that true? So to summarize these three mistakes uh, that so many women are doing when it comes to self-care. The first mistake is to feel guilty for doing something for ourselves in fear of appearing selfish. And that is, is a major mistake because and going back to these quotes before, you cannot serve from an empty vessel. And the second mistake is that many women reach for a quick fix. And it's so easy to look at others and copy what other women do instead of going deep, finding out what you value, what matters to you, and match your actions according to that when it comes to how you nurture and take care of yourself. And the third mistake women make in self-care is to ignore their self-worth by not connecting their values to what they do for self-care. And that is the action part of it to actually go ahead and do it. There you go. There you have it. What we've been talking about today is three mistakes in women's self-care that you don't want to make. And if this episode inspired you to take action in any form around your self-care, step out in your life and celebrate because this is, could be a major shift for you. And to celebrate you, I have left the links for you to check out my program, Self-Care Accelerator, and you get 50% off by using the coupon code TRANSFORM. I want to leave you with this. The view on self-care is changing these days in our transformational days that we're living right now. We're going deeper with our needs of self-care and that net we've done never before. It's not enough to just change your diet or start exercising. It's a much deeper endeavor to find that glowing soul of yours filled of self-love and self-worth. It all starts with self-care. It is about your ability to receive, and it's about you, only you, and how you nurture yourself to strengthen yourself from the inside out. Self-care starts with self-awareness, knowing what truly matters to you and bring self-care into all aspects of your life. 
Thank you for listening to New Light Living Podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you that are listening, being with me here today every week and soak in the opportunity to see your life in a new light. I wish you a week full of self-care, revelations and insights and beautiful aha moments. Take care. Trust the process. Do the work. Thank you for listening to New Light Living with me, Arika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening, keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.